Well, look, I think there's a, there's a couple of points that we're going to touch on today that might, um, you know, might sting, might uh, might be a little, uh, oh, to those guys really just say that. But look, <laughs> we just want to be completely um, open and honest. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're here with Tim and Matt. And mate, hasn't it been a little while? Nice to see your face. I can see you're growing a little bit of a beard there, buddy. It has been a while. And yes, I, well, I've always had a beard. I have not known the last time, to be honest, that I shaved my beard. Um, so that's probably not going to change. Um, but yes, it's been a little while. We've, uh, we knew it was a busy season. It tells you what, aren't we deep into this busy season? Uh, I have been shooting a lot um and we preempted this look at us trying to be efficient uh when it comes to the recording of the podcast we made sure that we had a fair few episodes up our sleeve but uh this is it's been a little while since we've jumped on and said hello to each other so it has, it has. didn't crap. we uh didn't didn't we need those um <laughs> those few episodes in the bank to uh to get us through and um like when we say it's a busy season like it's it's a busy season for every wedding vendor Right, for most wedding vendors, it's we've got a lot, um, a lot of shooting, a lot of a lot of editing, uh, a lot of admin. Yeah, like I, I really put a lot of like time and effort and energy into my into my admin. So that actually takes up quite a fair bit of time. Quite a fair bit of time. Surprise, surprise, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, and even though we say it's a busy season, like for us, yes, it, you know, it may be busier, but it's exciting. Like I love yeah. to be shooting a lot i'm not one of those people i suppose that uh likes to just sit around and kind of do the bare minimum like i'm always Same. on the go we, we love the process don't we <laughs> we, w- we wouldn't have it any other way no we w- and we probably wouldn't be doing a podcast if we weren't keen on kind of you know having our uh i guess keep keeping ourselves on our toes and keeping ourselves busy because like you know it's not easy just to kind of um stay on top of our businesses and then also the podcast too <laughs> yeah and kids but uh yeah. And kids, yeah, throw them into yeah, the mix as throw, well. Yeah, throw that, throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah, wild. Um, anyway, what's uh, what's been happening, mate? What's it's been a little while. We haven't really done a catch up. Maybe we should have a quick little brief debrief on what's been happening in the last few weeks, mate. Oh man, it's um, it's been good. So I I had a little um, you know, took a little like one week hiatus in the middle of the wedding season. Went to Queensland, took uh, took girls to uh, Sea World. We stayed at the resort there. Had a beautiful time, man. It was it was so good. Like it was, it was just amazing. And obviously come back to, um, quite a few weddings and I'm, I'm definitely seeing like a shift where I'm like definitely more involved in the planning aspect. And I do love it because it get it means I get to make some decisions or at least provide some advice on something that is leveraging my experience. But then because I'd go through a story process with the couple, like I can like provide advice that's aligned with them. And like what I'm finding is that when we do that, the outcome is like so much better. Like, so I don't know. It's just like something that I've just noticed in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, I'm really, really loving that. But it has been, it has been good. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit worried and you can probably sense it in my voice because I'm about to get some wisdom <laughs> teeth taken out in, in an hour. My appointment <laughs> is in an hour. And I'm, I'm considering not rocking up. 
Tim calls me this morning. He's like, we need to record today because I don't know if I can record the rest of the week because uh, I'm not going to have any teeth. Well, you're going to have teeth, but you're not going to have any wisdom teeth. So I was like, oh yeah, let's get it done. So uh, yeah, <laughs> Tim's a little nervous. So, and of course, what do you do when you're about to go and get some, you know, some dental work done and you're a little bit nervous, you jump on and do some more work. <laughs> like yeah, standard, right? Keep yourself busy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I, what you were saying before, like it's kind of nice when people um, include us in the process. Like sometimes, yes, people might push it a little bit in a sense of how much inclusion they want from us. And I, I feel like it's been it's always been very typical for a lot of other vendors to be like oh just go and ask your photographer um you know or your videographer what they would like to do for that and it's definitely still that trend but i do as you were saying yeah it's definitely something that um i think does improve the day it probably just improves the maybe the experience for the couple in a sense of they feel like they can reach out to us and then we started to build that rapport with them as well um a lot sooner um i think it's a good thing i don't i don't think it's bad um yes sometimes when i'm flat chat and i've only got limited time to do meetings and i'm you know doing a meeting with a couple who are getting married in i don't know 6 12 months mm. time i'm like oh my goodness like i don't have time for this right now <laughs> um but i th- i think by the time the wedding comes around and all that it definitely is something that i'm like yes that was so good that we did that and i'm so glad that we did I guess just like tick a few boxes and find out what uh, was a priority for them. Yeah. It just allows you to provide a bit more of like creative direction. And like in, in, in terms of like a film, like it can take it in a completely different way as well. As an example, um, you know, it, it is a surprise, uh, surprise for, for the bride. So the groom contacted me a couple of weeks ago and he's like, hey, I, I'm thinking of doing something like for my partner and I want to, she like loves the kind of like old school, like vintage cars, like an old school, like black and white, like 80s vibe. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get her like a convertible surprise art, like four portraits. But I'm like, should I surprise her in the morning? Like, should I do it like at like portraits and like where, where their venue is, um, like it's in, it's in the Highlands and we're not far away from some like really, like really cool, like country, like Highlands vibe roads. So I'm like, oh man, like this could be really cool. So like we've been like sorting that out for the last couple of days and I know like that is going to be so good and she's going to be so excited. <laughs> Hopefully this episode comes out after the wedding and she it does. doesn't. It does. The wedding, the, wedding, the wedding's in, I don't know, a week. A week. Yeah, perfect. So this episode's coming out in two weeks. No yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, I, won't, I won't drop names, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited Just in case. You, mate. Yeah. <laughs> How good. Yeah, awesome. Well, mate, let's jump in. Let's talk about, I suppose today, we've never really touched on this subject, which we're talking about. A little bit about budgets, which, uh, yeah, me and Tim have never really touched on that before. Um, and it's something that, I would say people don't like to talk about a lot. People don't like to talk about money that much, even though I suppose as a vendor, we need to make money to do what we do on a daily. But the way the world is at the moment uh, with cost of living, with you know interest rate hikes, um, I think this month being November, the interest rate hike that just came through, um, for me, I was like, all right, it's time for us to jump on here. Let's just chat about it. Let's just see what it comes up with. Let's talk about how we can kind of, I guess, brainstorm a little bit. And I guess give you guys out there who are planning your wedding a little bit of insight into um, I suppose the best way that you can manage your budget for your wedding and get the most out of it. And we've got a we got a sneaky few uh, golden nuggets for all y'all listening. So I think it's a I think it's a good one. And you're right, like it it is tough, man. Like the cost of living in the moment is crazy. Like my home loan has just gone up so like so much, and then daycare. Like I know everyone has yeah. like, everyone has their story, but. The cost of living is rising so significantly, and you know, as a as a service provider, like obviously you you need to be able to charge your worth as well. And you know what we do as a creative service, like we only have a certain amount of time within the year to provide that service, so we can't you know take on a million clients. It's just not feasible. So 
you know, we as vendors, we need to be able to uh, make sure that, you know, we budget ourselves accordingly, but also for those planning their weddings. So over the years, I think we've learned a couple of things that could help you along with your own planning as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like what we say today, it may not be applicable to you guys if you are in a fortunate position where money may not be as much of an issue for you guys. This may not be as helpful or maybe like, you know, not everyone has, <laughs> I guess, an unlimited budget, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, if you are kind of like planning your wedding and you are a little bit concerned because, hey, you might want to buy a house or you might want to go on a holiday and you want to try and like manage all of these things, which, you know, like weddings can be expensive. Mm. Maybe it's a good time to talk about the, the W tax that people talk about, which is like the wedding tax. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't. It no, doesn't no. exist. No, it doesn't. Uh, so if you're out there and you're like, oh, I'm getting married. But if I tell someone that I'm having a party and it's not actually a party and then they turn up and say it's a wedding, they're going to charge me extra because it's a wedding. To be honest, when in the photo video world, especially, you know, there's no such thing as a wedding tax. Even like florists, uh, makeup artists, hairdressers, none of them are charging a wedding tax. It's just the cost of their service. Um, so yeah, like so we talk about budgets. I feel like that's been something that I've yeah, been talking about I suppose about we can time. quickly elaborate <laughs> on that. Like there, there is definitely that go, a lot more goes into a wedding. There's more admin you, you booked out like much earlier. There's a, you know, a lot of your vendors, um, there's variability in the service and the quality of service that they deliver. They can charge accordingly, but there is a lot more admin. There is a lot more factors that go into a wedding than just any other event as well. The pressure of it too, and the experience that your vendors would have, like that justifies the price, I suppose as well. Yeah. Like there's no redos, like for photo, yeah. <laughs> for video, like there, there is no redos. Like you, if you want a, an absolute expert and a specialist like in their field, it, it, it has to obviously come at a cost. That's where like, I suppose people go, oh, it's a wedding tax. Well, it's not. There's no such thing. So just wanted to nip that one in the butt quite early because yeah, I'm sure there's people out there thinking, is there a way I can get around the wedding without calling it a wedding, but it being a wedding? Short answer, no. Long answer. No, um. that's, a bit, that's, a bit, that's a bit sly. That's a bit sly. Or actually, I think yeah, we we have been involved in a situation like that, haven't we? At a venue that we know, and the bride and groom, the couple, did not tell the venue. They said it was a midweek, and they're like, "Oh, it's just like an event with some family and friends." Oh and yeah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah, here's a wedding. It's but a that wedding. was like Surprise. that was like, and I suppose like there's a lot of people actually probably doing that when it comes to Airbnbs and things like that. Like you know, mm. and they're eloping. Um, you know, they're just kind of like setting it up, get it done and hoping that no one dibby dobs, um, you know, but I think the reason why, especially for Airbnbs, the reason why that's an issue from memory, uh, is that there's insurance differences between having like an event such as a wedding versus just having it as a holiday house for a few days sort of thing. So, you know, keep that in mind if you are budgeting and you are worried about it, you're doing maybe a smaller wedding. That's something to keep in mind. Like if you do get caught, I don't know what the ramifications are, but it's not going to be the most comfortable experience for you like is that for me personally when i think about it and people ask me in the past oh if we got married at an airbnb they don't know it's a wedding blah 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 blah. like if you do get caught on the day or beyond like what does that experience look like for you like is that going to ruin your wedding day that should be epic Mm. if your personality is like i don't give a crap well yeah okay Sure, but you know it's a little bit uncomfortable. And then, what does it look like for the people involved that you've hired to come? Like for me as a photographer, if I'm standing there and then someone turns up and says, "What are you doing here?" It becomes a little bit awkward, right? Like, and it puts me as a vendor in a bit of a sticky situation. Yeah. Well, look, I think there's a there's a couple of points that we're going to touch on today that might um you know might sting, might uh might be a little uh oh 
to those guys really just say that. But look, <laughs> we just want to be completely um, open and honest. But mate, let's go into our first golden nugget. Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable and Vidflow is accessible on mobile desktop and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart tv so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible so use our code make it epic 20 for 20 percent off your Vidflow yearly premium membership Yeah, perfect. So the first golden nugget is stick within your means. And that's quite obvious one, but obviously it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, 100%. And like, you know, like everyone's going to have some sort of budget, as we were saying before. Some might be a smaller budget, some might be quite generous, um, and that's okay. But I suppose the key point in this is like, uh, I suppose like having a huge extravagant bonanza doesn't necessarily mean that your wedding is going to be any different to if it was a little bit more like smaller or simple sometimes you don't have to go all out to make it epic. No, that's right. Like you don't need a huge extravagant wedding. And look, to be honest, like some of the like most amazing like weddings slash elopements that we have been to have been like really, really small, really intimate. Um, even, you know, one, come, one comes to mind, uh, Megan Adrian, that was like 20 something people. And yeah, that was, that was crazy. It was still, it was still wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wild. So, yeah. But the point is, you don't need to go all out to have a good day. You don't need to go all out to have your wedding day. And I would say that, like, regardless of, like, how much money you spend, you as a couple have the ability to create any type of feeling or vibe that you would like on your own wedding day. Like, it doesn't necessarily always have to be about how much money you spent on flowers hair makeup photo video like all of your vendors it's about like the feeling that you guys create as a couple too yeah and i would say at the end of the day every single wedding or every single marriage ends up being the same thing in a sense of like you're going to get married you're someone you're going to i'm assuming you're going to hire someone to be there and the next morning you wake up as a married couple right so regardless of how much dollars you put into it the outcome is the same if that makes sense so exactly yeah Maybe like your vision is to have, you know, like maybe your florin or styling like is very, like very high up there on your non-negotiable. Maybe that's exactly what you want and maybe that's aligned with your partner. And, you know, if you've got to spend ten to $15,000 on flowers, but that's aligned with you, you have the budget for it, then 100%, like definitely do that. But if you don't necessarily have that budget and, you know, you're not necessarily aligned with like having like a, a high, like a high-end feel or a a certain look for your like styling or whatever service it may be, then like just think about it. You don't you don't need to like waste that money there. You can utilize that money in other areas that are more aligned with what you want. Hundred percent. That's literally like took the words out of mouth. That's what I was going with is like, you know, there's some things that may not be necessary. And and maybe it goes back to some of the tradition stuff we've spoken about before. Like, you know, is every tradition necessary in a wedding? Maybe not, you know, like and maybe by you if you don't want to do a cake, 
that might save you a little bit of money. So don't do a cake, right? That was something just like came to the top of my mind there. But like at the end of the day, I guess it's like if there's anything that's unnecessary, that doesn't align with your values, doesn't align with what you and your partner want from your wedding day, and you're just doing it because you think you need to do it, maybe that's somewhere that can kind of cut the cost. I would say that though, like for me, if I was planning my wedding and I did have budget constraints, I would be definitely finding vendors that I really, 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 really want and they have to be there. Find out their prices, create a budget based off those people that you can't live without on your wedding day. Yeah. It goes back to the notion of what we absolutely rave on with the Make It Epic podcast and for ourselves as well. And it's Find out what your negotiables are and what are your non-negotiables. What is important to you both? Make that list. Check it twice. No. <laughs> oh, the old Christmas season. Here you. we are. <laughs> hey, I've, I've been listening to so many Christmas carols recently. <laughs> Make that list for both of you. Find out what's important for you both. Find out what's not important for you both. You might realize you don't really care about, you know, having a cake, you know, and that's fine. You can save yourself some time formalities and get the dance floor opening earlier. But it's important to understand like what is important for you both? What do you care about? And what do you not so much care about as well? Yeah. I think that like maybe a part of that too, that I feel like sometimes we forget to do like in our relationships is like have conversations, right? Like sit down and have a conversation that um, I guess is planned. It's a planned discussion on what is important to you guys. How much money can we spend on this? If you really sit down and like work out a, like, I guess a bit of a detailed plan in terms of what that looks like, it's going to make your life easier when it comes to planning. Um, you can lock in that dream team that you really want there. And then you can just see what you can do with the remaining funds available, I suppose, when it comes to the rest of your wedding. Yeah. And like, like us, you, you may not have a clear budget. Like you, you may just be like shopping around and trying to understand like what do services cost and what do you know, what is an overall cost like of a wedding that if there was no constraints, we would do and then like bring it back. Okay, like we can we can start cutting from the budget here and here and here because we have direction on what is important and what is not important. And go on what you said before, mate, like maybe you can take a book out of um, our previous couple, Absolute Legends, Caitlin and Aiden, who uh, decided to go away for a weekend and uh, just make a single decision on um, on that weekend away. <laughs> so that that may not suit your budget uh maybe it will i don't know maybe that's eating into your wedding plans or your wedding budget i don't know but yeah 100 i think just being like intentional about the conversations that you're having i think that's yeah. probably the, the best part about that um and what they did yeah exactly. yeah i feel like exactly. that's you know that's that's like something that is definitely worth thinking about i would also just probably want to point out there because in the wedding industry or even to be honest not even the wedding industry in most industries in the world like people are always trying to get the best product for the cheapest price possible right and so kind of talking about bartering i guess is a little bit maybe where we're coming into um it's something that you know we don't ever really talk about and it's not something that i would say I do often or at all in terms of like, you know, offer no. cheaper prices or all that sort of stuff. But I do want to just maybe point out that like it never hurts to ask um, maybe a vendor, you know, I really and say to them, like, I love everything you do, blah, 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 blah. But you're just outside my budget. Is this the like, is this the best package that you can do for me? This is what I'm after. And maybe just explain what you really want. I think that if you are asking the questions to some vendors, you know, and if they feel like, 
they align with everything that you do um, and they really want to be a part of your day because of the things that you have planned and they're excited by it, uh, maybe there is some room to move in terms of the budget. I feel like I'm probably poking around the bush a little bit here. So I don't know if you've got anything to add, Tim, but yeah, I look, guess what I'm trying I'll, to say, or you got, I know you got something to add. Come on, say it. I have a, I have a bit of a different view on this. So for, like, for me, like if I do provide a discount, like, I feel like it devalues you know, my, my other clients because you know, the, the time yeah. and effort I put into my product, like I want to keep to a high standard. I want it to be a, a premium product. So like if, if someone does ask for a, a budget um, or a bit of a discount, then like to me, they may not see the value in my product in the first place. So maybe, we, maybe we're not aligned. So maybe, you know, I'm not the right vendor for you, but, you know, it's not like, it's not like it's a wedding tax and we just, you know, price gouge to like send an, an inflated price. It's, it's effectively like you've set the price to produce a product that is valuable for your time and effort all right, and provides a, a good service to your clients. So for me to like discount on that, and I think a lot of other vendors may feel like if you discount on that, then you're devaluing your product or service. Yeah, I, look, as I said before, I don't really do discounts um, either. Um, I guess the reason why I probably brought it up was because I know there's people out there that probably would happily do discounts. You know, it's not, it's not something that they are opposed to. Um, but I, I guess what I was probably more getting at is like, sometimes if you convey how badly you want that person to be a part of your wedding, and if you explain what you're doing on the day, um, and you kind of say like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Do you think I actually need X amount of time? Do you actually think I need to do this big thing because it's going to cost me heaps more? How can I, essentially what I, I guess I'm getting at is like, how can we make sure that we can have you a part of my day, but also suit my budget. And sometimes that's asking a question. For me, there's no silly questions when it comes to weddings because 99% of people that we work with have never planned a wedding before. And it's overwhelming. And if you don't ask questions, you don't know. So it is disappointing when someone's like, oh, I really wanted you, but I just couldn't afford you because of $100. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it's, like a, it's a tough one. Yeah. And look, I, I welcome those questions as well. And then like, I, you know, I, know, I know we both definitely get asked like, Hey, um, like, thank you, you know, for sending like your price guide. Um, you know, like you're just outside like of our budget, but like the qu the question that I want to ask is, well, not just what is your budget, but like what is important to you? Like, what can we do to make it work? Maybe it's you know, like you said, maybe it's less hours coverage. Um, maybe it, it's working out more of a of a custom package as well. It's not to say that if you can't make that price, then like don't you know we can't go ahead. It's just understanding. What is important to you and how can we provide a service or a customer or, or a package that's aligned with your needs? Yeah, 100%. I feel like the wedding world is going to be going through a little bit of a, uh, not a change, but just a bit of a like weird process and a bit of a weird time at the moment because of how much the cost of living has increased and how much, you know, like home loans have increased and everyone is suffering. And it's hard because as people that work for ourselves, as service providers, like we need to increase our prices because the cost of living for us is going up, you know, and we need to then kind of balance that out as well. Um, so it is a little bit difficult. And, you know, this budget chat is probably not something that me and Tim are overly comfortable doing. It's not something that we probably talk about regularly. And it's not something that we also talk to our clients about regularly either. Hmm. But hopefully there's been something that might have popped up or just giving you guys some confidence in a sense of like when you're planning a wedding and how you plan your wedding and, you know, just kind of like working out the process of 
how do I work out a budget? What's most important to me? And then how do I get the dream wedding that I want without breaking the bank? Yeah, and look, a lot of it comes down to as well, like, you know, finding out who is your ideal and dream vendors, like locking, locking them in, making sure that, you know, if your dream vendors is someone that provides value outside of just the service they provide, or maybe you have a planner to help you in certain aspects, or if you don't have a planner, you know, maybe you might have to leverage your uh, your previous vendors, but it's just making sure that you can understand the direction of, of what you want and align it to sticking within your means as well. Like, and we're, we're massive for, you know, not entering marriagehood with an immense amount of debt. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't want that for you. So that's why we just want to make it very clear that, you know, when you have a, a clear understanding and a direction of what your wedding day looks like, you can plan accordingly. Absolutely. And I feel like if you do that, your day will be epic no matter what you do. And, you know, if you bring the good vibes and you've got good people around you and you're planning and you're manifesting and you'll know that your day <laughs> is going to be manifest. amazing, like <laughs> it will be no matter how much money 100%. you spend or don't spend. So, yeah, look, hopefully today uh, has given you a little bit of insight. If you've got any questions, you like, you know, maybe you've got something you want to add to it, maybe drop us a DM because we'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any, like, I don't know, ideas as to like how you can budget best or something like that, maybe, you know, we can uh, chat about it on a future episode because I feel like this topic might come up um, a little bit more yeah, often, for sure. uh, especially for sure. over the coming months. So, yeah. And if you do want us to answer a question live uh which we're, we're due for a q a episode mate so please like yeah, dm us uh dm us a uh, a question and uh we'll we'll create a bit of a list and answer that you know, perhaps maybe in our next episode sounds good all right well thank you for jumping on and listening to us talk some crap about money and budgets today <laughs> um it's been a little while so man's probably feeling a little bit rusty and tim's a little bit nervous over there so uh good luck getting your teeth ripped out today mate uh, oh, thanks, all man. the best i um, forgot about it until you just mentioned it <laughs> i just wanted to leave this conversation just to remind you about that but uh as always we'd love to hear from you guys so please leave us a bit of a review on apple i think that is still the best place to do so we always love to connect with you guys and uh jump on instagram as well or you can check out our website which we probably haven't plugged very much recently but you know he's a little shameless plug for us and our website but until next week we will speak to you all very soon have a great week and take care bye, bye. Are you sick of the plain old reading guest book that you'll never, ever read again? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't think I've seen mine since my wedding night, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've seen mine either, which is really interesting. But imagine capturing your guest voices with a retro phone that's a bit more epic and receiving all the recordings as an online gallery. That sounds absolutely amazing. Imagine all the like different voices you'll get to uh, hear from everybody. Some of the, the drunken ones and then also grandma maybe leaving you a, a cute and romantic one as well. Sentimental voice memos from Nan and from family members. And then just imagine the boys giving you an absolute roasting. That's so good. <laughs> well, check out Off The Hook. Use our code MIE50 and get yourself a sneaky $50 discount.